What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. It's Chrisomania, brother. That's a great question. Look at you, man, with the powerful questions. <laughs> Woo! This is the Chris Van Vliet Show. Chris Van Vliet Show. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Van Vliet! Well, it's fitting that Justin Roberts, who's the voice of AEW, just announced my name there. Because in this episode, we are talking to the man behind AEW, the president and CEO, Tony Khan. Uh, To all our new listeners and downloaders and subscribers, I guess you're all new because the podcast is pretty new. Uh, Thank you for joining us on this journey. I'm having a blast with this. Thank you for all the five-star reviews. This is amazing. Uh, Please keep them coming. Uh, I know it's only the halfway mark of the year as we're uploading this one. But it's pretty safe to say that this interview with Tony Khan is one of the biggest I've done or will do in 2019. Uh, It was actually Chris Jericho who put in a good word for me with Tony and made this thing happen. You might remember the now infamous interview I did with Jericho in the backseat of his car right after he signed with AEW. I actually drove four hours each way to make that interview happen. Well, a few weeks later, I randomly tweeted Tony Khan. I said, hey... That Chris Jericho interview I did has like 700,000 views on YouTube. You and I should do one. Jericho liked that tweet and the ball got rolling from there. Next thing you know, I get a text from Tony Khan, which is insane to me. Uh, He says, I'd love to do an interview with you. Uh, We went back and forth uh, for like a month trying to figure this out, trying to schedule it because, you know, he owns an NFL and a Premier League team and all that other stuff. Uh, He said he'll be back in Florida, which is where I live, for the NFL draft. And boom, we were going to make that thing work. I took a day off work. I drove five hours each way from where I live in Fort Lauderdale to Jacksonville. And we did this interview in his family's insane suite on the 50-yard line in TIAA Bank Field where the Jaguars play. Uh, I hope you enjoy this as much as I did. Before we get to that, though, the Chris Van Vliet Show is brought to you, as always, by Green Roads. And I know you've heard a lot about CBD. You've heard a lot about it from me. But it's been a real game changer for me. Green Roads has the best ingredients because they're a pharmacist-founded company that's focused on making the lives of their customers better. Their CBD oil, gummies, tea, cream, capsules, everything else they do, the, the, the CBD oil they have for pets, it's the real deal. Use my code CHRIS15 to get... Yeah, you guessed it. 15% off your order of CBD products at greenroadsworld.com. The CBV show also brought to you into your ears by the mics and cables and mixers from Samson Technologies. Very affordable. If you're looking to start a podcast like I just did, you can't go wrong with Samson. I mean, look at how good this sounds. Samsontech.com is where you can find their entire lineup. So keep in mind, this interview was done in April, exactly one month before Double or Nothing. Really interesting to hear Tony's take on AEW then. And still, a lot of what he says here hasn't quite come to fruition yet, which is why we're uploading it. I am 
honored that I was one of the people that Tony sat down with and gave this kind of extended interview to. I mean, there's not many people he's done this with. So please enjoy my chat with the one and only Tony Khan. All right, we've been talking about making this happen for a long time. So thank you for inviting me up here, and we're doing it. I really appreciate you coming up here. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Uh, thanks for driving up to Jacksonville. It means a lot. Ah, it's just a five-hour drive from where I live. No big deal at all. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was really nice of you to come up here. Thank you. I was thinking the opportunity to talk to Tony Khan, the opportunity to talk about All Elite Wrestling, like, I'm all in. See what I did there? Uh, yeah. Uh, all right, but, but uh, this is double was, or nothing. I know. This is double or nothing. Um, uh, and, and we're like a month-ish, almost exactly away from Double or Nothing. How exactly are you feeling? I'm so excited, man. I'm so excited. Uh, the, the guys are so excited. The staff, so excited. And most of all, the fans. Like, the amount of support uh, we're getting from people around the world. I think we all anticipated that this was going to be a huge venture, that this was going to be a well-received and profitable venture. But I don't think any of us expected how quickly things were going to come together. And uh, I think, you know, it's, it's going to take us a long time to build up to be the company that we all want this to be. But at the same time, I know that we can, uh, we can harness the power of what's happening right now with the momentum we have on social media and the excitement of the fans. And uh, most of all, the excitement in business because the amount of uh, interest we're getting uh, from uh, media partners and sponsorship opportunities is tremendous. So it's a, it's a really, really exciting time for AEW. Well, now you've got Dustin Rhodes added to the card for Double or Nothing. How exactly did that come together? Uh, well, obviously, Cody and uh, Dustin are brothers. <laughs> and they have a lot, there's a lot going on uh, between them. And uh, this is something that's uh, very important to Cody. And uh, we're going to make it happen. And not only is it something that's really important to Cody, but Dustin's one of the greatest performers of not just this past decade, but of the last three decades. And uh, to have Cody and Dustin uh, on the, uh, in the same ring uh, squaring off is, is going to be really, really exciting. It's a huge match. Well, you talk about how this has come together like so quickly. Like This has been just like four, not even four months from a fan's perspective. This was announced January 1st. Yeah. And there were other wrestling companies that came around that I don't feel like had this much excitement, like Wrestling Society X, Lucha Underground, which I love, but just didn't have this excitement. What's different about AEW? Uh, AEW is a blend of great performers, and we have some of the greatest minds in wrestling that are working with us. And we all have a vision, uh, and uh, frankly, we have resources that none of the companies that you mentioned before have. Um, because of uh, the financial resources offered to us uh, by, by my family, by my father, uh, who's really been so supportive of this venture. And I don't think he realized he's not a wrestling person. And so I had uh, I explained to him what this was going to be and laid out a business case that made a lot of sense. And he said, okay, this business case makes sense. You worked really hard on this, and uh, I, I'm going to support this. But he didn't really understand it. Uh, and now that he's seen... Uh, the amount of interest and uh, the, the the passion of the fans everywhere he goes when he goes uh, to automotive factories and he owns automotive factories around the world like people are very excited to talk to him about AEW and uh, you know all over America there's people so excited about the Jaguars and uh, he's in factories here in America but now he gets asked about AEW just as much and uh, I got him uh, AEW hat when he walks uh, our dogs on the beach. <laughs> In Naples. <laughs> Your dad with his mustache, I feel like he would be a great manager. <laughs> my dad could be. I, I, think that, I think there are a lot of things uh, that my dad could do in life, and that I'm sure if he wanted to do that, that would have been something uh, he would have been great at. 
I, I'm, I'm very interested from a fan's perspective how you guys, at least from the perspective of how you've been able to leapfrog Ring of Honor or TNA, you guys are the number two company and haven't had a show yet. I don't, I, I mean, we, the amount of interest we've generated, uh, it's for very good reason. We have the best performers in the world. This is a collection of the best performers in the world. Like when I said we had the best minds, we do. But we also have the best in-ring performers, and at the end of the day, that's what's going to set us apart. And it's not just one or two or three or four performers. It's not just ten, and it's not just men or women. I mean, we have across the board uh, people that are uh, the best uh, in their style. We have people that are the best of their size, the best, the best. Uh, just really, yeah, it's it's a great roster, and that's the thing that sets us apart. Is uh, there hasn't been a roster with this caliber of workers on it. Uh, in America with this with these kind of resources uh, ever with the financial backing you have obviously there have been the comparisons to WCW what do you think about those comparisons uh, I mean I uh, I don't want to compare us to any other wrestling company I mean we're AEW uh, we're doing something very different and uh, what's great is that what we will offer uh, which will uh, bring people back to uh, you know 20 years ago is that there will be uh, a major alternative. There will be a second company with great production values and good exposure. It's easy to watch and giving you shows with the top wrestlers with like the best matches and you know uh, on a regular basis. And that's something that hasn't been readily available to people outside of WWE in a long time, almost 20 years. I know you were a big ECW fan growing up. Are we going to maybe have some shades of the edginess of ECW in, in AEW? Uh, I think we are doing some very edgy things, and I think what you see on our social media is not necessarily going to be what you see in our television product, which I do expect uh, to be much more advertiser-friendly than ECW. Uh, but that doesn't mean we won't uh, push the envelope sometimes. It doesn't mean that uh, you won't see like, really exciting high spots. And a lot of what made ECW great was the work. and. Uh, and there were, yeah, I mean, we're gonna have much better, better, the best uh, caliber in-ring stuff in the world. So obviously, you're a business guy, a very successful one. When you look ahead, you've probably got a five-year plan. What's the five-year plan for AEW? Uh, the five-year plan for AEW is that we will have built a, uh, built up a brand, we will have built up a roster, we will have established ourselves as a top brand in wrestling for people who want fast-paced, exciting action, and want a, a product that is uh, more of a sporting-based product. I've talked a lot uh, about how I want wins and losses uh, to matter because at the end of the day, uh, that's why the, you're having the match. Is uh, the, There's gonna be a winner and a loser and it matters. And it should matter to your standing in the company and it should matter to your standing uh, in the chase for the championship, which at the end of the day is what everyone's trying to attain. I mean, we're here uh, in an NFL stadium and obviously all of us were chasing uh, the AFC Championship, we're chasing the AFC South Championship at first, and then we, we want the AFC Championship, and then we want the Super Bowl. And I think in, in wrestling, you know, there's, there's, there's championships, there's contenders, and I think that, uh, you know, the wins and losses are the building blocks for that. And uh, across our matches, I think uh, you're going to see uh, a different presentation than uh, you've ever seen before. I don't want to compare it to anybody else's. Um, I think uh, in mixed martial arts, I think UFC has done some outstanding things in how they uh, present their fights. Uh, there have been some great things in the world of boxing. Uh, and then there are just some different things. Um, you know, for sports media partners, 
across a number of sports and across the biggest media partners. Uh, I own a company based out of Boston called True Media uh, that is the top sports engineering and analytics services company. And uh, we support teams and uh, media partners across uh, a number of sports and uh, present information in different ways, uh, infographics and uh, utilizing uh, databases uh, to track a number of different things for these networks uh, for their stats and information groups. And I think that what we can do in wrestling is offer fans, first of all, uh, more engagement with what's happening in ring than there has been before as far as like tracking uh, the performances of wrestlers across matches, uh, tracking uh, the history of wrestlers, and really, uh, I think like it's just going to be like I said, it will be a very different presentation. Um, there's some things I probably can't explain yet, but there uh, are going to be a lot of really, really exciting elements to it that, uh, like I said, it will be very different than anybody's ever tried to present it before in, in a sporting environment. So is this kind of like when we watch UFC and they have the stats of like how many punches landed and stuff like that? Uh, it was not exactly, but uh, I mean, I, there's some, some elements of that presentation that I think are, are very interesting, and then there are uh, other elements uh, that are probably are more applicable to wrestling. And uh, yeah, but 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 I, I think that is really interesting stuff. Uh, we, you, you mentioned championships. Have you given thought to how many you'd like to have? Yeah, I have. Okay, but obviously maybe not in Vegas. Where there's no title matches there, or maybe there might be. Well, uh, the AAA tag team titles are uh, okay. at stake. Uh, the you know the Young Bucks and uh, uh, the Lucha Bros, uh, Penta and Phoenix. Um, that matches for the AAA tag titles as the, the Young Bucks uh, uh, AEW executive vice presidents are the reigning and defending AAA tag team champions. How much has this announcement changed your life personally? You were already fairly high profile, but now you're the AEW guy. You're the Vince McMahon of AEW. I, I really, really enjoy what I'm doing, and I didn't uh, do it because I really cared about like the public perception of me and uh, as far as like uh, me as a, a wrestling mind or a wrestling person. I think it's cool that I've always loved wrestling as much or more than anything else in the world and that I get to work in it actively and like I'm very thankful for that and, and that is a great benefit of this. But that's not why I did this either. I didn't uh, do this to get a profile in the world of wrestling that I love so much or to get uh, more time hanging out around wrestlers. I did it because this is going to be a great company. I've told my dad I think that this could be one of if not the biggest company that we own, and we own some of the biggest companies in the world. My father's one of the wealthiest people in the world. And I've, I've, this, this could be a huge, huge company. It can be, it should be, it will be. And uh, you know, with the resources we have, there's, there's no reason why it won't be. So um, yeah, but, but uh, as, far as, like, as far as the championships, um, you know, we, the, we will be making announcements, and uh, it's gonna be a very, very important element. It's what everybody is going to be striving for. Uh, and uh, it's, yeah, it's going to be, I believe, each of our AEW championships, uh, if there are similar titles, if there, you know, I believe ours will be considered the most prestigious in the business. Five years from now, that would, uh, that would be a great thing, I think, if, if every wrestler in the business wanted to be a champion in AEW, and I think that's how it'll be. Have you thought about uh, being an on-air personality yourself? I have not. I have not. I've thought about it, and I'm not going to do it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, that is, uh, we have some of the greatest uh, on-air performers in the world, and um, I am, uh, I look, I, I am who I am in the promotion. I am the the president, and the CEO, and the founder of this company. 
but uh, it's not going to be me all over TV, and I'm not going to be doing uh, a lot of uh, interviews or backstage segments on television. Well, thank you for this interview. Yeah, this isn't on my TV show. It's yours. <laughs> this is your channel. This is on your time. So, yeah, it's good. When you talk about TV, I imagine you're talking about an actual, you know, network uh, because streaming is becoming more and more of a thing. Why decide to go with a channel on TV? I, I can't say what we're going to do as far as uh, as far as uh, uh, our, uh, our our future plans. An announcement I'm sure is forthcoming. We are, I, I have negotiated some, some things and I'm very excited about what we're doing. I do think that it's very important to give wrestling fans uh, a better quality of life. I think uh, 20 years ago was honestly, uh, in many ways, not nearly as good a time to be a wrestling fan. There wasn't nearly as much wrestling out there and available if you were really looking for it. If you're really looking for great wrestling right now, there's never been a better time to be a wrestling fan because it's very you say accessible. that all the time. It's very true. Yeah. It's very true. There's so much great stuff out there to watch right now. But uh, on the, uh, the, the other point, the counterpoint to this is that uh, really 20 years ago, there was much more readily available wrestling uh, on television to tens of millions of people that are casual television viewers and consume media that way. And there still are tens of millions of people that consume media that way. It still uh, makes you, makes you uh, very attractive to advertisers. And uh, it's, a, it's a very good platform. And so uh, that's why I think you've seen that uh, you know, other uh, media properties, whether it's uh, sports like the NFL or uh, other sports or the WWE have made uh, very, very lucrative television deals, uh, long-term ones in some cases. And I think uh, there's something to be said for making uh, making uh, an entry into that space. But we're doing a lot of other really exciting things too. And uh, it's not just about getting a, a TV deal put together. I think uh, offering uh, the kind the kind of pay-per-view shows that we're offering with Double or Nothing, and offering uh, affordable tickets uh, for the fans, and uh, making uh, wrestling uh, a family experience. Uh, but you know. Uh, not just uh, a trip to like a cartoon type show, but 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 like, you know, there's no reason kids can't get engaged with the fastest paced, most exciting stuff. And I think that's what we're going to offer. And uh, if if and when we do uh, enter into the television space, I expect it'll be uh, the best wrestling television show that that, you, that you'll see. And I think that uh, uh, what you'll find is that the quality of life, like I said, for a wrestling fan will go up that much more when you have something to look forward to on a regular basis. Uh, and that's what, you know, for me, I, like I said, I think 20 years ago in some ways was a better time to be a wrestling fan because there was so much out there to watch. There was so much available uh, on television. And now there is so much out there to watch, but you have to really be looking for it. And uh, there are some people that aren't looking for it. In fact there were a lot more people that were watching wrestling then. A lot more people watching yeah. wrestling 20 yeah. years ago. And it's because there were people that weren't looking for wrestling and it, it, they were getting, you know, they, every, everywhere they looked, there was wrestling. And uh, I think that's what we have to do. We have to, uh, not just AEW, but everybody, let's uh, get out there and let's try and, you know, get our companies as much visibility as possible and let's try and offer as much wrestling to people and get the quality of of that aspect of it too, because uh, you know the in-ring performers have never been better, um, and uh, there's so many great people in the sport, and there's a lot of people really, really excited and interested. And there's to many of those people, there's never been more engagement. But unfortunately, 
there have been more people engaged at other times, and I think they weren't as engaged as the people are now, but there were more of them. And that's where we have to get to a place where there's where we get more people that are as engaged as the great people that are engaged and, and watching now. And there'll be a learning curve for some people, uh, but uh, we're gonna find a lot of people, and I'm already finding it, uh, because I know a lot of people that had not watched wrestling in a while, that AEW has rekindled their interest. And these people uh, say to me all the time, you know, I, I haven't watched wrestling in a while, and I've been checking out uh, background on a lot of these people in AEW, and, and some of them I knew, and, and you know, I, obviously I knew Chris Jericho, they, they would say, but um, they, they're learning. And I think what's really exciting about our company is like when people realize that like, hey, Kenny Omega and Cody and the Young Bucks and Hangman Page and Pac and uh, and the, all these other performers, you know, 20 other uh, names, I could sit here all day listing off our roster sure. one by one. And the, what's great about them is, we, you know, I know them all and they're all awesome. I'm, you know, we haven't signed anybody I'm not very familiar with and really uh, like their work. Um, we have got a great process. There's a lot of great minds in the company that can champion a performer. And, uh, and what's great is it, it's very collaborative. Like we all talk every day and, uh, you know, working with, uh, with, with Cody and Kenny and the Young Bucks uh, every day is just such a pleasure because like we all really get along and enjoy it. And uh, it's really fun in the way an idea like it develops out of the group um, you know, any one of us could say something and then any one of the other four might take it and run. You never know which of the four it's going to be or, and, and so many of the ideas we've had and things we're trying and, and, uh, you know, the, the brand we're building and the stories we're telling and, and, uh, the creative, it comes from that, it comes from the, the five of us just sitting around. And then we have all these other great minds too, outside of the four EVPs, uh, the Young Bucks and Cody and Kenny. Uh, you know, and, and and then myself outside of the five of us, you yeah. know, Chris Jericho is one of the greatest minds ever in wrestling. And Chris is just a great mind. Chris was like what I said about my dad. Like Chris could have done anything Chris wanted to do. Yeah. Like, uh, and uh, he happened to become uh, one of the greatest uh, wrestling characters, one of the greatest wrestling performers ever. And uh, but Chris could have done anything he set his mind to. And um, so having Chris uh, with us is so valuable. Christopher Daniels has a lifetime of experience, sure. and uh, you know also a, a brilliant mind for the business. And we have so many uh, other great minds. And really, what's uh, what's great is, like I said, the way that the creative process flows. I, look, uh, I'm sure uh, a, as we go on and work together, like you know, people are going to have different ideas that go different directions. But right now, like yeah, everybody's very much on the same page as far as like what we want to do with the business. Well, with as deep as your roster is, are you considering adding more people all the time? We are always talking about adding people, but I am uh, the bad cop on this because <laughs> there are so many talented people. If we, there are so many talented people that are not signed right now, and there are so many other talented people that would probably that are signed, but would probably be interested in coming to work for us. Mm -hmm. But we can't take everybody, and that was. Uh, if you look at the problems, you asked me earlier about WCW, if you look at problems uh, that led uh, to uh, possibly what the demise of WCW was, uh, I think one of the major issues was that they had a very large roster with a lot of people making a lot of money, and a lot of those people were really good. If you were just to like try to chop down the WCW roster, you'd be making some like really tough decisions and yeah. say like, and uh, because there were so many people across the board that were really good, but you can't 
pay every talented person in the business $100,000. Your company will, will go under quick because you won't have enough revenue to offset what you're paying out. So you have to make uh, smart decisions and uh, you know you can't hire every person you like and you can't hire every person that you think is good because there's a lot of really, well, really good talent. Every people. time someone's disgruntled or we hear that someone's being released, the immediate headline is, are they going to AEW? Question mark. And I'm sure you get tweets about this all the time. I mean, people ask about a lot of performers all the time, but uh, and, you know, so we'll certainly like look at, look and consider to, to take people on. But it's you know, look at the roster we have right now, and uh, there's so many talented people on it, and it's already. Uh, we have committed to the, who we have, and we're already committing our resources to the people we've signed. And it would really be a disservice to them and to our fans and to the bottom line of the company to, uh, you know, uh, move our resources away from the people that we've already, uh, you know, committed to. So um, there, there will be opportunities to take on uh, new performers and new talent, but like. Um, right now, we have such a great roster. I mean, we could talk all day just about sure. the people yeah, we the have roster, it's I'm super excited as a fan. I am flying myself to Vegas and buying a ticket so I can see That's Double awesome. or Nothing. That's yeah. awesome. I'm very excited about this. Obviously, John Oliver had this expose about WWE and pro wrestling and all the bad things going on there. Are you hoping to rectify some of that with AEW? Uh, I can't comment on like anybody else's like business practices or what they're doing. I think that what we're doing um, is... I believe that uh, a very large uh, portion of a wrestler's paycheck relates directly to the pay-per-view sales uh, and the TV money. And if you were to get a lot of pay-per-view sales and TV money coming in, I think that would be uh, the bulk of the check. And uh, I think that what we have is there's a lot of people um, that are in wrestling right now that uh, Okay, here's what I would say. For us, I want to offer a quality of life and a work-life balance that is the best, that is unparalleled in the business. I want to offer the best uh, quality of life. And what that means is less time on the road, uh, but still working regularly, still uh, performing, you know, on pay-per-view and then and, and television in the future. And uh, then... I believe that you don't need to spend six days on the road uh, to make a good living as a wrestler, and uh, or five days on the road even necessarily uh, per week. That's a big paradigm shift, though. Like that's, a, I, I, I think that's amazing. Well, I think that what we'll find is that also, uh, I, it is a bit of a shift, but I think what we'll find is that a lot of people in this company have skills beyond in ring that support the company in other ways. And uh, there are a number of people that do have, you know, full-time uh, employee status with us uh, because they perform uh, other. They, they, they outside of performing in the ring, uh, they're performing a, a, a full-time job in the office. And uh, there are a lot of people in our office uh, that are wrestlers because they have those skills and they're just as, they're more qualified than anybody else uh, to work on the creative or work in the production side and, or work in with the talent and uh, so that is a big part of our business model and uh, th so um, you know I think that sets us apart and I, I, th I really do strongly believe in that aspect of it but also I really believe um, that like I said that our, when we are up and running full-time that we will have uh, the best work-life balance that 
any company can offer. With as busy as you are with the Jaguars, as busy as you are with AEW, do you find time, do you carve out time to watch wrestling? Yeah, I have to. I have to watch wrestling. It's great homework, right? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I had to watch wrestling before I worked in the wrestling business compulsively because it was, uh, it was like, outside of all my other work, um, you know, uh, both with the Jaguars and at Fulham and uh, with True Media uh, as well. I would watch wrestling whenever I could find spare time. Now that's not my spare time. Now it's like mandatory, but, uh, <laughs> but, it's good, but I would be doing it anyway. So all the things I do for work are the things I would be doing. And that's really, uh, look, at, at the end of the day, like I'm one of the most fortunate people in the world because I've gotten to choose the things I like to do and all, they're all things I want to do. Uh, I enjoy the work and it, you have to do the work. Like that's one of those things. It's, it, it frustrates me sometimes with people, but like if you don't love it, you don't love it. And it's like, that's what makes uh, this so easy for me is I do love it and I love the work and it's like, I don't have to push myself to roll up my sleeves and do it. It's not a chore for me to watch wrestling. <laughs> like, I love to watch wrestling. So I do find time for it and, uh, but, and uh, you know, more than, uh, more than uh, I, more than anything else, I, I really, uh, I enjoy it. What makes you so confident that it'll be profitable? Because so many other companies have tried and not been that successful. We have a really, really uh, sound business model and we have great business people here. And uh, we've done a lot of research and put together a really strong business case. And uh, based on the interest I've already got, based on the commitments I already have, and based on the business plan that we've put together with our team, uh, I know we can be profitable and we will be profitable. And uh, we're, you know, uh, based on metrics that we set, milestones we set that we wanted to achieve, we're actually already ahead of pace on a lot of things. So uh, based on the early uh, figures, I would say that uh, things, are, things are going really, really well. This may be my toughest question yet, but what's your favorite match of all time? All time, and uh, you can only pick one. You can only pick one yeah. match. I'll uh, tell you mine, and you can think about yours. I, I, I don't know how you just say it. There's so many different types of us. I mean, this, you, and this, my answer would change uh, on an ongoing basis. I think uh, <laughs> it, it's pretty hard to beat uh, Flair and Steamboat. And, uh, but, you know, um, Omega and Jericho in the Tokyo Dome was pretty great. And uh, now having uh, an Omega-Jericho rematch here in America, uh, is something that I always thought would be huge and now we're doing it and it's going to be huge. That's one of my favorite matches. Uh, there's a lot of, there's so many answers I could give for that. Um, and, <laughs> I love uh, it. it. You know, uh, it depends on what you're looking for. It depends on uh, how much time you got and it depends <laughs> on uh, uh, really, you know, what side of the bed you woke up on, I think. But there's a hundred different answers I could give for that. I mean, do you really, do I have to say one or can I just... Well, you off? said a great, well, you said two great ones. Well, there's been a lot of Flair Steamboat matches. I think, uh, you know, the Chi-Town Rumble, I love, uh, but Nashville Music City Showdown. And the, the New Orleans one is great, too. Uh, people need to know how deep your wrestling knowledge is. You're kind of like Rain Man when it comes to wrestling. I, it's, I, I'm Rain Man when it comes to sports statistics and wrestling, I've always looked at in that sense as a sport because there are winners and losers and dates and and just like with uh with like the nfl you know we could talk about the super bowl and winners and losers and i can t tell you about details of the games and and plays that broke i think you can do the same wow. thing with wrestling so um but it, it, wins and losses in wrestling though are a little bit different because they're predetermined sure but um but, but in the context of the match like it's obviously a, it's part of the, the aesthetic i mean it's like it's sure. what it is um, so, um, 
in the sense that like my mind can keep track of them like uh, like a sport it is very similar in structure and it is effectively in presentation it should be presented like a sport and when it's been at its best I think it has been and uh, so you know but yeah I could talk about uh, great matches all day one I mentioned to Chris on uh, Chris Jericho's podcast um, was uh, Chris Jericho and the Ultimo Dragon yeah, yeah. from uh, July 7th 95 uh, from war which is a, a great, great match. And Chris, will, Chris Jericho will tell you, like, that match opened a lot of doors for him because it got him, he, he had said that really helped him get into ECW and WCW, that tape. And uh, it was uh, on the tape trading scene in 95. That was a really hot tape when I was 12 years old that everybody wanted to get. And, uh, and I got it. And uh, that one was, was a huge one for me, and I became a huge fan of Chris. And now, you know, over 20 years later to be working with Chris, it's, it's a, it is a real pleasure and an honor, but I wouldn't be doing it if it didn't make business sense. There's a, there's a reason uh, we've given Chris this huge contract and committed to it because Chris is a great performer and for this brand, uh, he's gonna help us make this into a, a top company. Well, CM Punk just made his return to the ring, or at least under a mask. Is that someone you'd be interested in bringing in? He's a great talent, great performer. I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, was I don't know if that was uh, Phil, uh, but uh, but uh, no, I, yeah, he's he's great. Uh, and I'm from Illinois. I'm, I'm uh, so uh, you know uh, grew up around Chicago sports, and uh, he's obviously very popular there. Obviously, there's a lot of names that get thrown around with AEW. Have there been any rumors out there, and you don't need to say them specifically, but have there been any rumors that before it actually happened, you went, how did they figure that one out? Um, no, there haven't been, not rumors. Like, I mean, wrestling fans are very diligent. Like, we hadn't announced we were doing anything, and people, like, found the trademarks and things. So, I mean, there's some stuff where you're like, you know, you have to really take your cap off to some people on the research. Uh, you know, uh, people really scrutinize wrestling, and I mean that in a very uh, positive way. Um, Does that also scare you, though? No, it's good. Okay. Uh, no, I think it's good. I, the amount, I, honestly, like you want people like super interested in your product and like uh, fired up about what you're doing. I think it's a uh, it's a very good thing that we have uh, such engagement and people like looking out and and you know with a microscope to see what we're doing. It's great. You want guys out with a magnifying glass checking out your product. Um, so it's great. So if someone's sitting on the fence right now thinking, do I want to order Double or Nothing? What, what sells them on this? Double or Nothing is an amazing card. Double or Nothing, I strongly recommend you buy Double or Nothing. It's going to be one of the greatest pay-per-view shows of all time, if not the greatest pay-per-view show of all time. We've put so much thought into it. We have some of the best performers from around the world, both female and male. And uh, we've got some amazing surprises uh, set in store for everybody. But what we what you can expect and what you, you, know, you should expect is a handful of just some of the best matches you're ever going to see. Um, the card is stacked from top to bottom, and uh, we, you know we could talk about it all, again. It's one of those <laughs> things we could talk about all day. I mean, whatever you want to talk about with that double or nothing, I'm happy to talk about because. Well, how excited are you that Jr. is the voice of AEW? Jr. is uh, an amazing voice for AEW, and uh, I think uh, one of the greatest announcers, not just in the history of wrestling, but but in the history of uh, sports or entertainment. And 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 as far as a uh, um, a wrestling personality and a wrestling mind. Jim's another great wrestling mind. Uh, you know, when I listed out some, uh, some people, I should have uh, listed Jim when I said some people outside of uh, the EVPs that bring great minds. And uh, he, Jim hasn't been with the company as long as, uh, you know, Chris, Chris Jericho or Christopher Daniels or some of the other great people, uh, obviously the EVPs, uh, you know, the, the Young Bucks and Cody and Kenny. But um, Jim's coming in with a uh, wealth of ridiculous experience. I mean, uh, I'm a huge, huge Mid-South wrestling fan, 
And uh, so, um, you know, I followed Jim's really early work. And uh, I, I love Jim's uh, announcing. I love uh, Jim's mind. And uh, I think Jim's going to be awesome. And uh, the legitimacy Jim offers to the product, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a really important thing. It's uh, legitimacy Jim offers uh, to broadcast partners and to, and to, to media partners, but also uh, to sponsorships. Mm -hmm. And uh, when people hear Jim's voice, I mean, it, you know, that's, like you said, I mean, it, it's a great uh, voice for AEW. Are you, like, Jericho kind of talked about this on the podcast, but does the buck stop with you? Are you the one who's making all of the decisions yeah. within AEW? Yeah. You're going to be doing the hiring and the firing? Well, I mean, look, like the, the executive vice presidents have a lot of say in what we do. Like, uh, the Young Bucks, Cody and Kenny, the four of them uh, work with me very closely. And like I said earlier in the interview, the five of us talk every day. Uh, you know, Brandy is our chief brand officer I talk to on a daily basis. Dana Massey, uh, Matt's wife, uh, she's an amazing, amazing person. Dana's awesome. And, uh, you know, I talk to Brandy and Dana pretty much every day, too. Uh, you know, Brandy, again, is the chief brand officer, and Dana is the, the chief merchandising and marketing officer. And uh, so, really, the, you know, the, the, the seven of us are in constant communication. And on wrestling matters, yeah, the five of us talk. Um, pretty much every day. I talk to Chris Jericho almost every day. Um, and uh, really, uh, yeah, I, I am the final word, though, I mean, to answer your question, uh, because uh, there's times where we don't all agree, and there's, you know, honestly, most of the time we do. Like, if you say something in wrestling that makes sense, what's great about wrestling is, like, most of the time everyone's going to be like, yeah, that's really good. That's really good. And uh, even, if it w even if it wasn't your idea or it's not the thing you wanted to do, but somebody comes in with something, if it's good, like usually everyone's going to be like, it's really good. But if, yeah. if there's a lot of times there's, there's things that are good, undeniably, but, you know, it's just not in the budget or there's things that we all don't agree that it's good and somebody has to decide what's, what's good for us and what's not good. And, yeah, so um, that is me, but I don't want, I, that would really be a disservice uh, to, the, to how insanely talented and brilliant, like, the other people I work with are. Um, because again, like I, I couldn't ask for a better group of people to work with than the Young Bucks or Kenny or Cody or Brandy, Dana, um, and, and Chris Jericho and the rest, the rest of the group. Have you had this entire group, this entire roster together going over matches or anything, or is that all going to happen in Vegas? No, we were, we've all been, I mean, we've all been together. We were all together in Vegas. That's uh, true. Yeah, yeah. And uh, most of us, uh, Kenny wasn't uh, with us yet in Jacksonville. Most of us were here. Uh, but it's not like if we go to a room down here, some guys are like, you know, running the ropes and bumping around or something. No, 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 no. We're all, I mean, look, uh, it's going to be, uh, it's, it's pretty exciting. I think one of the really exciting elements of this is that some of the best wrestlers in the world haven't wrestled in a while. And, uh, That's true. And, so yeah. it's going to be the first time you've gotten to see them in a while, and that's not by accident. That's by design. Um, and, uh, you, you know, you should be anticipating it. People should be excited for it because it's going to be awesome. So uh, it, that's, that's why uh, we're doing that. Well, I said at the start of the interview that this is the calm before the storm, so I am incredibly grateful for your time. That's my pleasure. I know pleasure. after Double or Nothing it's going to be very hard to get your time. So <laughs> no, It's great. I mean, uh, honestly, it, it's always hard to get my time. But, <laughs> but um, you know, you offered to drive up to Jacksonville, and uh, I, I was happy to make some time during the day. Everybody's really enjoyed talking in the past and Chris Jericho had some, some really nice things about you so I was uh, happy to do it. Well thank you so much Tony. Sure, thank you. My pleasure. This was awesome. I'm glad you did. All right. Great.
there you have it. A fascinating conversation with a fascinating guy. And whether you like AEW or WWE or any other wrestling promotion, you have to respect what Tony and the other executive vice presidents, Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, and Kenny Omega are doing. The future of wrestling as a whole is just so exciting right now. Uh, thank you to Green Roads for sponsoring this episode. Use the code CHRIS15 for 15% off CBD products at greenroadsworld.com. And thank you to Samson for this incredible podcasting equipment that we're using. This is really making the Chris Van Vliet Show sound so good. Uh, and if you were listening from the start, yeah, I drove four hours each way to get the Jericho interview. I drove five hours each way to get this interview. And I'm not saying that in any sort of way to brag. I'm just saying that hard work and hustle always pays off. So if there's something in your life that you're thinking about going after, please just go after it. Do it. And I promise you it will be rewarded.